podcastjuice.net. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Prince Podcast. My name is Michael Dean, and of course, you're listening to podcastjuice.net. I have, I always say this, I have a special show today, but I definitely have a special show today. Ladies first, we have uh, some beautiful sisters in purple of the Prince community um, on tonight. Um, one I've, uh, one who's been on the show a couple times before, actually, um, been on High Hill Boots show, and she was also on the show with uh, Mr. Andre Simone and his lovely wife well, a few months ago. But without further ado, before I introduce them, let me tell you what this is about. I recognize, as I said, manifest and recognize. I hear the people uh, talking. People have been hitting me up and saying, man, Mike, you know, we still have enough. We have a lot to get through with the passing of Prince. Um, It's been a month. It'll be a month when you guys hear this over a month. And we're still trying to process this whole thing. You've heard me talk about it. You heard the fellas talk about it. I want to open it up to other people, uh, listeners, and people in the community to express and to share and just have conversations about where do we go next and all that good stuff. So, with all that, joining me today, we have uh, Miss Tammy. Tammy, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Michael. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. Uh, and as I mentioned before, for those who've listened to this show many times, when I went to Paisley Park, first person I saw came through the door was Tammy. And That's right. Beautiful uh, welcome. And it was just like, that was cool to me. I, I mean, for whatever reason, I was like, man, okay, I know her. You know, I never met her in person, but I knew her from online and being on the show. And I just felt like this is going to be dope. Like, I felt welcome. And she had already, she, you saw the show prior, the one, the first show that night. And you was like, this is where you need to sit and come over here. I was like, oh, this is dope. Like, yes. So I was like, I'm forever always going to remember that. That was dope to me. Uh, so welcome, Tammy. Thank now, you. Thank you. Also, we have another uh, young lady to the show. Uh, Priyana. Am I saying your name right? Yes. So welcome, Priyana. How are you? I'm well, thank you. All right. Now, Priyana... Let me ask you this. Were you on some of the old school Prince Chat things back in the day? Okay, here's my story. (laughs) (laughs) I was really paranoid about the internet when I first got online. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I would log in, but I would log right back out because I thought people could see me. Like literally (laughs) see you? I thought people could see me when I logged on in the chat rooms. Hilarious. I really that's how much of a newbie i was it took a couple of years before i realized that you actually have to have a camera (laughs) 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 and some other kind of setup in order for people to see you so yes i was online but i but i had aliases back then of course but i just i would log in and i'd log out all right all right (laughs) um also, I think I remember this correctly, and I'm going to throw, we never ask a woman their age and different things, but we have the same birthday date, don't we? You and I? Yeah, I think we do. November 9th? That, that, that's a holiday. Yes. So, so there you go, right? You got to be on the show just for that. Exactly. 
Scorpios unite. There you go. All right. And there are a lot of Prince Scorpio fans, too. Yes, there is. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, I wanted to ask, and you guys are friends in real life. Yeah, too, we've been so. friends for a long time, like maybe going on 15 years now, okay. I want to say. Yeah. Now, just to you know, just to be curious, did you guys meet because of shared love of Prince's music, or did you just meet otherwise? We met on MPG Music Club original forums. There you go. Um, that's where we met. I think there was a show happening at Paisley Park. I think it was one of those seven dollar parties. So <laughs> I know <laughs> it was seven dollars. I was like, yo, I'm there. Wow. And I was like, I asked Priyada, I was like, hey, you know, I'm coming down there. Do you mind if I, you know, share the room with you? You know, because that's how you kind of split costs. And anyway, make a long story short. She's like, yeah, sure. I don't mind. And there was another friend involved and we all flew down there and we've been friends ever since. So that's that's the story. Wow. So you guys came together. And we connected right off through some tweets. Really? Yeah. Yeah. See that? And that's. Go Prince ahead. has brought a lot of people together, man. That's that's yes. That's the enormity of it all. He's brought a lot of people together, so I'm very grateful. With that said, like, you know, I want to dial back a little bit. When you know we heard of a Prince's passing, um, did you guys first like connect to each other and say, "Did you hear? Like, what was that? If you mind." I was actually having a nervous breakdown. Okay. And I'm I'm telling that to everybody right now. I was at my grandmother's house, and uh, I think Bernadette Cooper had posted, Bernadette Cooper of Climax posted that um, she got a call from a friend that Prince is gone. And I dialed Priyana and um, told, you know, told her, and we got off the phone. And I was like, so I posted on Bernadette's page, I said, well, we don't know yet. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, no, maybe it's a staff member at Paisley Park. And I get on Twitter and I'm like, Prince, you know, let us know you're okay. And then finally, I'm dialing it back that, you know, this man just got out of the hospital a week ago. And I'm feeling a little bit funny, but, you know, I still was like, oh, maybe it's, we don't know what's going on. That's the last thing I would expect. Right. And... And the news, you know, announced it. That was, that was it. So, it's we're still. I'm, I'm still um, processing as we all are. Mm-hmm. So, Priyana. Well, uh, well, I was at work. I um, had gotten a text from. Shout out to New Power, New York. Um, we were they were texting. We, we like have this group text, and. They said something was going on at Paisley. So immediately I really started feeling funny and I was like, well, it is not Prince. So whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and they were like, well, are you sure? And I was, you know, I'm like, Prince is going to live forever. No, it's someone that works there. So and then <laughs> Tammy calls me midway, <clears throat> close to 1230, and she's bawling. And I know how Tammy is when she's emotional. I know I can hear the panic in her voice. She was like, they're telling me it's, I was like, I gotta go. I turned my phone off. Mm. I did not turn my phone back on until 
like later that evening to talk to Tammy. I I didn't turn the TV on until about six thirty. Wow. When I I just knew it. In fact, when I hung up with her, I left work. I said, I think somebody died, and I probably won't be in tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> so that was how I exited. And I didn't turn the TV on until like around 6.30 and it was plastered everywhere. And I just lost it. I just lost it. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't, again, I didn't, I didn't speak to anybody but Tammy for like the whole time. And we just cried. We didn't even talk. We just cried for like maybe an hour. We just cried together. Because that was the only way we could talk to each other. Right. At that time, it was through our tears. Man, it just making me remember that day. I just, I had to leave work. I was just, I can't. I don't want to accept it, and I don't want to be around nobody. I can't talk. Yeah, that was, ah, just thinking about it now, just the realization of that, that actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um. I also wanted to say, too, I know the listeners, um, and as I said, you know, I saw Tammy there at Paisley Park. Uh, Priyana, you were there at Paisley Park as well during the uh, piano and microphone mm-hmm. thing. I remember seeing you there. Um, what, um, well, let, me, let me bring it back a little further just to put more history and context on, you know, how deep you guys are uh, into Prince and the music and stuff. Um, how many times, Tammy, had you, have you been to uh, Paisley Park? You know, um, over the course of the years, I'll say well, are we counting the thing every day of the celebration? <laughs> well, like different events, like how many different things? I'll say, well, maybe. Close to 30 times, I think. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. I bow down before you. It, it I mean, was, there, was was a, there was a point where we were doing where we were doing this every year, you know. Okay. Just to go. Just, just go. <laughs> like I said, there was a party for $7. You jump on a plane, you go. <laughs> right. And Prince is in play. <laughs> he didn't even have to play or perform where, this, where they're there. So. Wow. Uh, how about you, Priyanna? Um... Uh, probably about as many times as Tammy. Like I said, we if I'm going, I know she's gonna be there. Okay, so y'all were like road dogs, like y'all was. Yeah, when love calls, gotta go. Uh-oh. Gotta go. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget. I gotta share this story real quick. I um, I worked like I don't know, maybe a double or something. The excitement of going to Paisley Park is like he'll just drop the news, and you have to figure out okay what we're doing, looking at flights, so on and so forth. So I was so tired and exhausted. I didn't get any sleep. I get on the plane. I get to Paisley Park. I see Prince and Manuela. He has his back turned to the ground. I was like, well, to the crowd. I'm like, well, I'm home. And I went to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I put my head against the wall. The whole Chicago crowd was there. It was kind of like a party. And I was knocked out. I said, I'm home. I'm good. I'm taking a nap. I probably slept for like an hour or so. 
and I then for the entire time. <laughs> and you talk about inside the building, like in Paisley Park, in the loft one, in the little small mm-hmm. MPG Music Club room. Mm-hmm. And I put my head against the wall, and I was out. <laughs> it was a show of no consequence because I, you know, it was it just the Shy Town people and us. <laughs> yeah, it was just a small, little, small group of us. So that's one of many stories that you know that we have. Um, yes. But uh, well, let me let me ask you guys both this: since you've been there numerous times, mm-hmm. uh, tell me if you do have this. I, did you have the opportunity to speak to Prince, meet him? I had that. Well, of all the times of being there, I finally decided to say something to him in 2009. And it was actually me and my other road dog, Portia. And I got this courage in me because it was kind of after Michael had passed. And I think we went out to Casey Park in October. And I'm all, all the way on the left side of the stage in the main stage room and Prince comes down and he's kind of like, Oh, you, you guys having a good time? I said, Oh yes. Fantastic. Thank you so much for opening up the park. Um, but there was another incident that happened. I'm not going to bring it up cause I don't want to, you know, blurt out the person's name, but he was actually escorting someone back from the back from being in front of the stage. Cause he didn't want them in front of the stage because they are annoying and I'm not going to mention their name, but he put them, in the back of <laughs> you tell me that off the air. I'm being nice, but I'm not gonna. I'm no, not I know, gonna, we, and we ain't, we don't do that. I'm, I'm right. not gonna shout them out. But anyway, sure. at that point, I was like, "This is my point to just really say something, you know, to him." And afterwards, I was like, "Well, what did you, what did you say? Would you say nothing? Just thanking him, appreciative, and I'm I'm happy for that moment." And you know, Portia got to talk to him as well. And uh, that was that was it. But any other time, he was just always just there, you know, just used to him being there. And we we're always in the front row. So we really didn't have to talk. It was kind of that crowd call response type of thing. Right. You know, the, right. the energy, the synergy um, that we all collectively had once you're in his presence or at a show. So, okay. yeah, it was, it was good. Now, Priyanna, I, I think I saw something you wrote on Facebook or something, but you, you had some sort of interaction with Prince too, right? Yeah, yes, I did. Um, again, you know, I I don't want to upplay it or downplay it because I know, you know, everybody has their experience with Prince. And for me, it's, it it was just, you know, the first, the first time, actually the first time I actually was introduced to him was back in 94 by his brother, Dwayne. So, but I was scared. (laughs) (laughs) Why were you scared? (laughs) Again, it was, it was new to me. It was everything. Every time I've encountered Prince, I have had the best experience, but again, because I'm so shy when I'm first meeting you, like I have to warm up to you. Prince thinks he's the only one that don't like people staring at him or (laughs) or talking to him. I mean, I'm kind of the same way. So that's how I was earlier on with my encounters. And I actually just happened to run into someone that knew my brother. And from that point on, I had VIP access. So I met the band. I met, again, was meeting Prince. I'm standing there with Dwayne and I'm just like 
really won't say anything. And after a while, he just looked at me. He got up and walked off. Damn. <laughs> What's wrong with her? Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was bad. And then again, you know, over the course when he started opening up the park, you know, you know, I was invited to the studio. And just, I like how you just threw that in there. Like, I was invited. <laughs> well, I was. All right now. Hey. <laughs> Um, actually, Jerome, I was I was leaving with my friends, actually, and Jerome just grabbed my wrist, like, really tight. He's like, somebody wants to meet you. And then, <laughs> Morris wants to meet you, man. Right. <laughs> so I was like, my friends got to take me back. And his security at, at the time was like, don't worry about it. I'll get you back to the hotel. So I said, okay. And I'm just standing there, you know, my knees clanging together. <laughs> <laughs> but... Not going to get into all the details, but yes, I have had encounters. And again, like Tammy said, I think the thing about coming to Paisley Park, Prince is okay with you coming there. He knows we're coming there to see him. But to go there just thinking that that's what you're going to get, it's like you will find yourself disappointed. Prince likes you to come there, have fun, dance, you know, enjoy yourself. Keep your expectations keep, at the keep door. Him, keep him at the door and don't come looking for him. I mean, he speaks, <laughs> he smiles, you know, when I see him and it's, and if I say something, he responds. But for the most part, I don't, bo- I never bothered him because I had my experience. And every time that I went not expecting or trying to talk to him, I always had something amazing to come back with. All right. And that's the thing. You go there to Paisley Park to have fun, to dance. Right. Um, again, like he's around. You don't. First of all, I'm not gawking and staring at him because that's rude. Mm-hmm. And you just like, OK, Prince is there and that's it. And you have fun and you, you take in the environment because, again, being at Paisley Park is like being at like that's our Disney world. You understand? <laughs> it's our Disney world. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's an experience like no other. So, and Tammy and I go with the with the attitude. We're home. <laughs> That's right. First no. of all, so when you when you she welcomed you, she will wel- welcoming you to her home for sure. Yes. That's what it felt Cause, like. Because yo, we kept the lights on up in that piece. That's right. <laughs> well, I, and I remember this too. Like I, you know, um, like the next couple days, and they would have the dancing and the music going, and uh, you know. If Prince came out or somebody thought he was somewhere, everyone would sort of flock. But there was this one, well, I don't say one person, but it was a person that I noticed that was on the dance floor. He's like, I'm here to dance and have a good time. F whatever, all that other kind of fanboy stuff. And that was you, Priyana. Like, I was like, she out there dance. Like, okay, I see. <laughs> I was in a zone. I, I don't know what it was. You know, we had a, a blizzard back home. Right. I was like, I am staying. Tammy was like, you may not be able to get home. I said, I am home. I am not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm no, going to camp this weekend. Yeah. Right. And I had to work, of course, but hey, I I was in a zone and I was. And I people walked up to me afterwards and they were like, You were you were just dancing like you were the only person in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, okay. And I was, yes, I was in a zone. I I've never done that before, but again, because I felt like, you know, when Prince opened it up, you know, whatever he thought, why he needed to have this concert on August. I'm sorry, January thirty twenty first. I was like, what is, what is going on? You know. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna go. 
And I'm actually going to stay the whole weekend and I'm going to make the most of it. And I'm so glad I did that. Yeah, that little did we know. It, you know, and, I, and I'm not one of these like, you know, oh, it was on this date and then this. But I mean, it was the 21st. Mm-hmm. You know, now that numbers, it is what it is at this point. So, like yeah. I, like I told Tammy, you know, we were talking about numbers earlier today and she mentioned that, you know, she just thought, it, you know, these numbers just had so much significance to them. The 21 days, the 21st and, you know, uh. days. And I said, you know, I, I think that we shouldn't put too much thought into that. I said it because Prince was always ahead of us no matter what he did. So when we look at these numbers, like we think it's the 21st, January 21st was on a Thursday. And we always said, why Thursday? And then he passes on a Thursday on the wow. 21st. So I said, you know, it's just that because Prince is such a big part of our lives, when we say he's the soundtrack, those are, those soundtracks are the numbers, you know, they're, they're, they're just consequent. It's just consequent, consequently that these things happen on those days. I don't think he planned on, he knew anything or he planned anything, but again, that's just the genius that he is and the soundtracks that we, you know, we look back and be like this day, that's, this happened that day. You know, when we, we think about April 20, 21st, we think about what was this song? Nothing compares to you. You know, mm-hmm. it had it now it connects now with, you know, the, his passing, but I just think those things are just, you know, coincidental. That. I thought about the twenty-one nights in London. It's just all the numbers thing, just yeah. kind of. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I say, it could be coincidence, could be the universe, could be God. I don't know, but it's something. I mean, I didn't even think about it like that, but damn. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. And, and Tammy, you may have to mute your um things. I can hear myself kind of feedback a little bit, but I wanted to ask you guys. So now we're at where we're at and it's a month out. Do you, have you guys had a chance? Are you guys ready to like, are you listening to the music? Um, is there things that you can't really listen to yet or watch? Um, and I say this because, you know, recently I just started to kind of jump back into listening to things. I never, I wasn't listening to before. And now it all just has a whole different meaning to it, if that makes any sense. Like now when I hear stuff, I could see how I was taking it for granted because I heard it so much. And just, eh. and now I can't help but every little lyric, I'm like, damn, man, it's kind of, it's not that it bugs me, but I'm just so uh, cognizant of everything. And it's like, what was he saying here? Oh, Okay. And just even like listening to his voice on some of the songs, I'm just like, damn, this stuff is was really, really, really good. Uh, and the other part is, and I'll go to you guys, it's all over the radio, at least here, things that I would never hear before. And now it's like the cat's out of the bag because a lot of people are playing it and people are asking me questions about it. I'm like, wow, you know. You heard that? And they're like, yeah, this, did you hear this song? It was acknowledge, acknowledge me. What is that from? Or, and I'm just like, wow, okay. You know, he was ahead of his time. And I guess now people are trying to at least pay attention. Uh, But anyway, I'm rambling. Um, 
whoever would like to go first. Are you, are you able to listen to the music now? Um, I can listen to upbeat things. I'm just starting to get around get around to that now. What I cannot listen to. Well, I did listen to it, but it just... You know what you can't listen to when you finally listen to it and find yourself <clears throat> on public transportation mm. crying. And not just, you know, it just happened. So way back home now is, oh, is yeah, too much no. for me to hear. Um, free is too much for me to hear. Because uh, that was one of the songs that he was doing during the um, piano and the microphone. Um, I guess more of the slower ballads are I can't listen to right now. Mm. Um, another thing that got to me, you know, if I go, let me try and listen to something else. Just my imagination, small club, uh. that guitar. Um, too much. But the upbeat things and the upbeat videos I can listen to. Here in New York, we had a couple of... Um, uh, events that happened it showed Purple Rain, they re-released it in all theaters and that was kind of our way here in New York of coming together and you know, saying paying our respects here while we could and they also showed Under the Cherry Moon and of course, once that part happened, everyone in the theater was destroyed mm. because you're thinking back, it was all fun you know, watching the movie one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but once it got to that part, and now, oh, of course, sometimes it snows in April, which is now will be forever his song because it happened in April. Um, so that's a little bit difficult now to to listen to. So, I mean, I'm still not in a... Everyone's talking about estate and his vault and we're still in a process of grieving and mourning. I'm not quite there with celebratory stuff yet. All right. I'll see that in August. That'll be the the time for being celebratory. You know, once Sheila E and the family puts together what they're going to put together. Um, yeah. All right, Brianna, hold on for a second. You you said uh, sl- Brianna. Bri- is it Brianna, or Priyana? Priyana. My bad. Yeah. Slap my. Get it right, nigga. Sorry about that. Um, but this the small club with the solo and everything. It just reminded me of something because it's just music, and a lot of times me Prince, I can just hear him the way he plays stuff. I just it sounded like he'd be singing it like, but it's the music and. And there was something I just listened to the other day, which I hadn't listened to in years. I wrote it off because I just, for whatever reasons. But track two of the Kama Sutra, which is actually track two, is called the Kama Sutra. Now, go back and listen to that. That is one of the most remarkable pieces of music. It's ridiculous. I remember hearing that years ago. It had actually leaked online before he had actually released it. It was just that part and track three. And I remember I was all, it was so dope. And then they, when they put it out, he actually added different instruments to it. But I still hadn't heard it since then. 
And it was the same thing when you describe when you talk about small club with that solo. There's just parts in that piece of music things. I was just like, man, it, it, I don't know. It just whatever. It, it just spoke to me the other night. I was just sitting there and I almost started crying. I don't want to be crying, but I was like, damn, this guy was on some other stuff, man. But anyway, I just had to throw that in there. Priyana. Are yes. you listening to the music now? What are your thoughts on that? Well, not really. There are times when me and Tammy were on, what, last weekend? And I was going through some CDs. And we were thinking of, you know, I was kind of trying to figure out the songs. And she was like, she had them, like, Soon as it starts, she was on it. You know, I was like, "You really make me feel." <laughs> you were using me as a human Shazam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there were some certain songs were like, "No, stop it! No, stop it!" You know, so I haven't really. I haven't. The only thing that what I'm am listening to or passing through or just pretending I'm listening to it are some of the videos that people post. Mm-hmm. You know, that bring back memories or if I'm like yeah I remember that song I might say something about it simply because I I know what it is but I'm not listening to it I'm not playing it actually and some of the things that I do find that I play when I play them through it breaks my heart I just immediately you know just start crying it was one one of the videos were was with Tammy you know in New York I forget what show it was, but I'm watching her on stage and I just erupted in tears. You know, I'm like crying. I couldn't, it wasn't the fact that. Are you saying Tammy was on stage? Tammy was on stage. Yes. I need to see this. Yeah. She posted it on her page. It it was, yes, it was. Tamar's show actually. And she called people onto the stage and Prince was up there and, Ah. and. We're all we're all dancing and stuff. And I hadn't seen that video in a very long time. And when it was posted, of course, it made me very sad because, you know, listen, this is what our fun was, is right. going right. to see. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, what do we do now? And we just, yeah, yes, it was a lot. So that is pretty much, again, why... It's hard for me to go there because when I'm listening to Prince, I'm like, I know something is coming with it. You know, pretty soon it's going to be a show to go to or to anticipate Mm -hmm. or some party he's going to throw. So it's I haven't really started listening to anything in full. I might start a song, but I'll stop it because I again, it's I'm not even saying I'm trying to process it. I'm trying to deal with it, Hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Because I, um, it's not something that I want to process. I just want to just, like, have it in my head that he's still here, you know. And But me listening to his music just kind of, like, takes that element away. It does hurt. I'm getting, like, really teary right now. I'm trying to hold it together. Because, you know, like I said, I was, I was talking to Tammy one time, I know, even about Paisley Park. Because, again, when I think of music... I'm thinking of the CDs and I'm thinking of Paisley Park because they all went together. Prince had a, everything that he did. He had a theme to go with it. 
So, and I was talking to her about the music. And then eventually it went to Paisley Park and I just erupted in tears just talking about it. So, no, I haven't been able to listen to anything because I'm, again, I'm trying to, trying to deal with this, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot to process. So I'm like, you know what? I'm never going to process it. I'm never going to be happy with whatever I find or whatever I learn. So I'm just trying to deal, like wow. I'm going to deal with the, deal with this in the long run so that I can get back to listen to music because I know Prince would want us to listen to music. He wouldn't want us crying. He would not want us mourning. And I say that to Tammy a lot. Prince wouldn't want us crying. I was like, but I can't help but cry. But the music at the same time, you know, it's, it's, it's hard because it's all connected. It's not like I listen to Prince independently. Like some people say they like Prince, love Prince and they do, and they don't listen to his music, but they love them. They love it. We loved everything about Prince, which was our music. So, you know, that source is just no longer. So, so let me ask you this then, because you just you're kind of going into something I, I want to get into. OK. And, and it's cool. You are fine. You know, you do whatever you need to do. This is family here. But I want to know. And I think you're kind of getting into this. What did Prince mean to you? Now, obviously, it's more than the music. Because there's a lot that he has to offer that he put out. Um, but I want to know if you can, you know, share you as a woman. What does Prince mean to you? Um, I can only have an idea of that, but I see how, you know, early on, I remember like my first concert was Purple Rain, you know, and I saw the, the women was there. They was dressed. You know, like they was in Apollonia six, but all through his career, I've known many female <laughs> Prince fans. And one thing I know, like the real ones, they love Prince. The, 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 the realer ones, they like, cause there's a lot of women that just like, cause they think he's fine. Okay. I get that. But there, I'm talking about, which I think you guys, where you have like this appreciation for everything that is a, that it is. But I want to know specifically for you guys, you know, women of color specifically. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I have to go there. I want to know what is it? What did he mean, or what does he still mean to you? Particularly when you was growing up. And so that's a big question. And take the time you need. But I really think that there's a lot of people that this will speak to that probably have some of the same experiences growing up and to see this man, you know, and the way that he presented himself. I really want to hear like if you can, you know, who, Tammy, you want to go Priyana, whoever. Holla. Um, I can I, I can I can start that off. Um First of all, I've been listening to Prince since I was four and a half years old. So that means that when my mama and my daddy was out going to Studio 54, this was the stage when you could leave your kid in the house and Child Protective Services wasn't going to be called. You can leave your kid in the house then. So I'd be in the house and I'd have my Prince album, my Donna Summer, my Bee Gees, and my instructions don't open the door. (laughs) <laughs> and most of the times you'd find me, I've 
fallen asleep and the albums are there. Um, so if you think about it, we grew up, I grew up with Prince. He was there through all the stages of my life, childhood, adolescence, adulthood, everything. Um, so what Prince meant to me, and yes, you know, at a certain age, you look at him like, yeah, damn, he's, yes, he's fine. But then as you evolve and you see him growing, Dirty Mind Prince was, that's freedom. He's a rebel, a punk. Going on further, you saw this, this glamorized Prince who also equally instilled in me that I could love God and sex equally. Hmm. Okay? And he also was kind of like a mentor and a teacher in a way through the music. Mm-hmm. Let you know this is the road to go. Don't go on, don't go down that road. So while yes, your parents were telling you what to do, your music was really in your head. And I really believe that music and what you listen to has an effect on your upbringing or your thinking or your frame of mind. I was always different, but listening to Prince that also just put me at that level of I'm, I'm going to stay elevated at all times. And I'm going to be excellent at all times at whatever it is I choose to do. And Prince has made 39 albums. So that means that's the majority of all of our lives. Was Prince perfect in nature? Of course not. And we don't know the real Prince, you know, like one-on-one. But as a visionary, he's going to make mistakes and choices that may have been good or Maybe a mistake. But for what he did, he was running an entire empire and he just did what he wanted, said what he wanted, created what he wanted, played everything. And for me, he was just, he is the epitome of excellence. And anyone that can bring people from all walks of life together Hmm. is somewhat of a prophet because his music was akin to scriptures. And that's how I absorb it. That's why everything you can say something, I'll finish the lyric because we absorb the music and Prince will always be that for me. And I'm going to miss him so, 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 so much. It's no words. Yeah, you know, when you say he had all those albums, he he took you through so many different, you know, stages. Yeah. Whether it was things in his life or things that we sort of collectively was like, oh, he's dealing with that, too. I kind of felt that loneliness or I dealt with this. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, you know, going through that journey, when he got to Love Sexy, that was right at the time when I... I was before the time I needed to hear that record. So when it first came out, I was like, whoa, what is, you know, what's he talking about here? But then when I got through some more life experiences, that record was like, oh, I need this. Like, I'm glad this is out here because the ideology and the story he's talking about, that rebirth, I need that right now. Like, I got to fall back on this. This You know, this is going to give me that 
energy to understand and come back around. And and he had many different albums like that. So with that said, Priyana, I'm going to change it just a little bit. But if you what did, what did you see? Here's the thing. I, listen, I can look at you and I can see Prince. Okay. <laughs> and I, I have a good reason. And I think it's a good one for me. I grew up in church. Mm-hmm. So I've always had a spiritual side of me and Prince connected to that. I connected with that side of Prince. I can't say he connected to me because I tuned into him because that drew me in the spirituality part. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was, I was of course around eight, but by the time, you know, around the time Prince started being out there, we could only play gospel music in the home. If we, if my sisters played anything, it was when my my mother left. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the song that I, the first song that I remember hearing was "Head." So do you burn it up? And I'm thinking oh. he meant getting your hair straightened. And <laughs> you burn your hair. I'm burning it. You burn it up, and I'm like, yo, you know, it's like, you know, getting get, get a hot comb oh, dropped on, you know. No. So oh, I, that's it was the innocent. It was innocent. Go ahead, Tammy. I said, oh, my dear child. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, like I said, you know, those conversations did not happen. They did not. You don't do that until you're married. So those conversations, that was not, you know, I, I just listened to it. And I'm just looking in the mirror, like, at my hair, like, yo, you know, maybe I should get my hair straightened. So, Again, and the and the older I get, I got, and I started listening to it. I knew, and then you know, controversy. I thought it was saying counter p u s s y, because people say it, that because like... he was because he was, you know, when he's the way he said things, you didn't really not understand what he was saying. Controversy, right. you know. I so it's like count how many you have for the night or something. You're your stack number. That's what I he thought did, too. He did. He didn't say controversy. He said contro contro <laughs> controversy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm, it doesn't matter. I'm looking at what the song says. It is, but what I'm hearing, that's not what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's even like um, the other song, "We Can F Until the Dawn." It's like he's not saying funk. Come on, we. You know. Right, right. <laughs> but again, it got away. He got away with he's that. Very slick with his but words back then. Very slick. And again, I felt like, and I tell him this all the time, even when we were talking, when we're, sometimes I feel like I'm being strong for her. And then there are times she has to be strong for me. But when it comes to like overall how I'm dealing, again, how I'm dealing with this, I connect with Prince's spirituality. The things that he said in his songs, the things that I've talked to him about, the things that I've heard him say, has always spoke to me the loudest, no matter what. And there was a period, and I told Tammy, where I disconnected from Prince, and it was between 1996 and 1999. And I'll tell you why. It was also around that time, I didn't realize that Prince was also going through trauma in his life, you know, but he was dealing with it in his own way. But I could not relate because now I felt like he was getting away from that spirituality that I found that I always sought for refuge in his songs. Mm. It wasn't there anymore. It got really nasty. And he was just like cursing a lot. And I actually told him that. And he was like, see, I don't want to offend you anymore. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So when I heard that he had, you know, gotten back, you know, converted to the Jehovah Witness, I came running. 
you hmm. know so i'm like i can yo i can connect with this i i really want to know what he's learned how he's grown i'm not jehovah witness but you know i'm i'm christian but i'm not one of those christians like i'm just i'm probably an open to a lot of things but that doesn't mean that i that's what i do but i understand it you know mm-hmm. and there is something that i've that i actually admire about jehovah witnesses but then there are some things where i'm like screech um but he that part of him is what connected me to Prince, his spirituality. And I, again, I felt like we were kindred spirits. And so, but physically, I, I it was kind of iffy. When I was a teenager, I think, I think at, I, I did at some point find him attractive, but then he started dating a certain person I didn't find him attractive anymore. Talk that talk. Well, no. And that's just real. I did not think he was attractive anymore. What and person is this? What, what person is this? I think it was Kim Basinger. <laughs> you think? <laughs> if it goes back that far, I can't. Oh, it was also when he married Maite. I was like, oh, what? he's off limits. But even by then, I had already seen him, I think in 94, when I first saw him, saw him, saw the band, and just, I was like, via, I had. I was all over the glam slam. So anyway, um, when I saw how short he was, diminutive, like some people like to say, he's so, you know, I, I, that, that's what blew my mind. I was like, hmm. yo, he looks so much bigger on TV. You know, <laughs> so from that point on, Prince was never, he was not an object for me to desire. I was totally into his mind. I was totally into his spirituality. I was totally into his personality. You know, it was just... It was, again, that was my high I got off of Prince, you know, mm-hmm. seeing how his mind ticked and, you know, looking for that part of me to answer some whatever question it is that I'm going through or, you know, again, how does Prince deal with this? What did Prince say in this song? And it, mm-hmm. we always go back to those lyrics and whether I'm talking to Tammy about it and we laugh. So we have so many laughs. And so much enjoyment finishing each other's sentences. Or if I'm even seeing a tune but changing the words, it's still we there we're there. We understand and we get that. And it's hard to talk to people who don't speak the Prince language. It just for me, it really is. I have a hard time conversating with people who don't speak Prince. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but I understand what you mean though. <laughs> um <laughs> Wow, uh, we, we, there was. I want to bring up something. There was, uh, without going into all the details, but it was a thing on. You, you see a lot of this on online now. A lot of the stories that are coming out um, of, you know, particularly like women who was, hey, I was a friend of Prince, or I might have been in a relationship, or this and that and the other. Um, and you know, Prince is a man. I was, I was like. Dude was a man who was famous and, you know, was at the top of the game and everything that he did. And just like a lot of men would probably be like, and and then, you know, he's a good looking brother, uh, confident. You're going to attract a, a lot of different types of people. But I'm curious, you know, so again, I, I just want to get from our, your viewpoints because I know we have some, we'd be joking around conversation, but what do you guys think about, you know, and I think we're going to see this probably, I think in about another year, 
you'll start to see all the books. You'll start to see the, you know, I was this to Prince type books. Because you, you, it happens with every sort of famous person. These people will come out of the world where I was the cook or I was, you know, the, the long lost girlfriend. I remember there was a book. There's a lot of books that came out on Tupac after he died. And it was one girl who, who published like his uh, letters that he had sent her while he was in prison. <laughs> I was like, wow. But what do you guys think of, do you think that the people should keep those things private or do you think that they should just say, you know, put it out there? What do you guys think about that kind of stuff? I think they should keep their mouths shut because if, if you didn't, you know, talk about it while he's here, don't talk about it when he's gone. And there's going to be a lot of people embellishing whatever interaction that they did have with Prince, uh, be it physically or whatever, whatever the case. He may have shook his hand, but oh, he touched his side. No, no, he didn't. He didn't do any of it. You know, and I, I just no, hope didn't. that people, I, I just hope people don't start using his name to kind of catapult their own, um, I don't know, popularity, whatever may have you. <clears throat> if Prince messed around with you and 1979, great. We don't care right now. And he moved on, and you should move on too. Don't just just don't. Um, if you want to share something positive that's happened, um, by all means. But I'm, I, it's just kind of getting annoying. Everyone's like, oh, we had a great love, and and we did this, and we did that, and it it. You know, it's almost as if everyone's trying to one up the next on what whatever their experience was. So the only people that would know that is Prince and the parties that it took place. And if it did take place, you weren't the only one. Ooh, that's my take on that. <laughs> next. Hilarious. Hilarious. I think we all should see what try and see what silence looks like. If if it was private, if it was personal, then let it stay that way. What we don't know, we didn't know, you haven't brought anything relevant or different. Everybody tells the same story, different person. And, you know, don't, I think, I don't know who we haven't heard from, you know, <laughs> It's like, and everybody, you know, they'll be like, did you hear what so-and-so said? I'm like, no, because I honestly don't care. I don't click on everything. I'll share it if I see it, think it might be relevant for someone else. And if they said, oh, they said this or that, and then I might go back and be nosy and be like, let me see. You know, even like with Judith, what she said, I was like, she could have kept that to herself. You know, every woman that Prince comes into contact with, he makes you feel special. He has a way of making you feel like you're the only one in the room. You know, no matter what is going on, but you can't take that and personalize it or make it feel like you or you and him just had this connection. I mean, some some somewhere along the way, the people lose it. <laughs> like I said, I don't know if they go there looking for it or if it just happens that, you know, you feel like this happened and then you have to go back and tell someone. No, you know, and he we all signed if you were around him, you signed some a, a, you know 
a don't talk contract or whatever that thing is. I forget what it's called. But we all signed it. Confidentiality. We signed it. You had to sign one of those? Yes, I did. And my thing is, again, it's like, why, you know, why why are you talking? You know, I, I hear that. I asked someone, actually, you know, th- th- was that thing still another person that used to work with him? I called her and I said, hey, are are these contracts still valid? She was like, I think they not after you die. I'm like, but the but the point is, Prince was a private person. When right. you think of Prince, you think of privacy, you think of mystery, you think of, you know, just ambiguity just someone who's just like obscurity just just you don't he don't tell his business even like this whole thing with his health we didn't know anything about that all we knew was the music and that the man could still perform his butt off that's what that was the focus of things you know and that's what we knew of prince i would really like if people got something to say if they would keep it focused on the music what they got out of music yes we all miss him yes we all love him we all say we all get that's what it's supposed to be about. It's not supposed to be about you sharing your your inter, innermost, you know, thoughts and feelings and your inter, interactions, because you, now you're going into your employment. You know, like I said, how would you feel if we had to go back and look at your HR records, how you perform you know, okay. your job, the things that you've gone through? How do how would that make you feel if the, that was exposed to the world? So you're going telling your business, you're telling his business. You understand? So you have to be so careful with that. It's like I was, Damaris said something about, you know, their friendship. We were just friends. Just set this record straight. We're friends. And he was a private person. And I'm going to respect that. You know, it was like if if something went down, whatever, however they hung out. Oh, let me tell you about this time we did X, Y, Z. She she could have seized, you know, taken that opportunity to go there, but she did not. And I so respected her for that. Mm. Out of all the other times, I'm like dismissed her. But I really thought, you know, you know what? You might be all right. <laughs> Why you got this, Mr. Sister? <laughs> but I hear what you're saying. <laughs> Not at all. I just, again, we've been around long enough. We've seen the women come and go. We've interacted with them. And we can pick up on their attitudes, or their personality. It just is what it is. Some people are really cool. And some people act like they were there before us. And it's like, No. <laughs> No, we've been there to the, from the beginning, and we're going to be there after you go. Mm. You understand? So it's like when we, you know, the fans, of, the fans are the ones that show his people the most love. All those people, we embrace them as well when they come into his life. Right. Some of us. Right, because right. I don't jump on the, the bandwagon of the prodigies and muses and whatnot. Unless they have a, you know, definitely a musical gift of their own. When I know who they are, I'm okay with that. Because I see what you do, and I see who you are. But... Again, I ain't no joke. No, not at all. (laughs) 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 But I'm just saying, you know, I think that whatever, just bringing it back around because I can go on forever on this, bringing it back home. I think I don't want to hear your stories. I will not read your stories. I will not watch, watch your videos, buy your books, and I will not be watching your billboard tribute uh you're not you gonna know, you're not gonna watch madonna no, I, put would it down. I would not give them the airplay i hope is they have the worst ratings that for that show uh. <laughs> you know they just don't disrespect you don't come at the prince army you understand it's like when you talking about prince you're talking about shalee you're talking about larry graham you're talking about shaka khan you're talking about right. um the time you know it's like that's that's 
every all those people represent who Prince was, and they represent musicianship first and artists. But they don't. They're not only performers and people who can put on an act. That's not the, who they're known for. They're known for being actual people, musicians. You understand? So while you might can go put on an act, we want to see music. That's what we grew up on. Right. So. You know, it's 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 a tough thing because you know, you know, speaking on the Madonna tribute coming up. I was the same way. I'm like, uh, you know, I was like, really? But, you know, I understand why they have to do that in their, from their ways. She's a part of the era that he came from. She's, you know, sort of like the biggest female star of that time. She's still doing stuff. Uh, you can put her name on something, I would imagine, and it will bring people to see what it is. And I guess the other option they have is to either go with today's contemporary artists, which may even be, I hate to say, might be worse. Or you go with the people you mentioned who I would love to see, but they may be looking at it like, well, who's going to tune in to watch, you know, somebody sort of outside of the mainstream at this point? Uh, You know, and their whole thing is ratings. To me, that's like saying Prince's name don't sell, on, don't bring people on its own. To say there would be a Prince tribute, and they, and these are the people that he worked with, because there's a whole another audience that needs to be introduced to these people, so they For will sure. understand, so that they will understand where Prince's music, where Prince got his influence from, and people who he's influenced, because they 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 are strong. They can put on a show. I mean, just because again, if if Madonna was tributing Prince, I'm looking at it like, okay, yeah, you were part of the big three, but Prince fans don't connect to Madonna. You know, Madonna fans may connect to Prince because of the sexuality, because of the the way they, you know, the the era that they came out of. It would be an honor for Prince to tribute Madonna because... I I, want to interrupt for a moment. I think there there are Prince fans who are Madonna fans as well. It's like I, I respect Madonna for for her coming up and and she was kind of took up what Jody Watley was already doing, especially style wise, um, and of course, um, justify my love and and so on and so forth. But I understand, uh, Michael, what you were saying of about where Billboard is coming from, and they're thinking about names. But when you're talking about Prince, that's some serious stuff. So if you're not going to do it right, I'd rather them just don't do it at all. No, I. that's what I said. I, I, I agree. I'm just saying I, I can see from their viewpoint, they are like, yeah, the Prince name is going to sell. And then it's like, well, we're going to double down and put the other icon on there, right? Mm-hmm. And, and bring it all in. Uh, but, you know, and I'm not saying this into Madonna's defense because if it was up to me, get her out of here. But yeah, I mean, she, she did have. There is a connection, obviously. There, I yeah. mean, you know, he did I mean, a song on her that. album. Yes. Yes. She could have been in some of those movies, and I think even recently, you know, she was at the park or whatever. So mm-hmm. it, it's there. It's just that I, I, I know from us as the real, you know, longtime Prince fans, we could say this is how you can put a show. You know, wh- where's Morris? Where you know, where's D'Angelo? Where's you could? There's so many different people you could put right. up there. Uh, to do it right. um, but and I think there will be more this is probably just the one that's 
coming soon or, you know, it's a big thing about it. But I am very sure, you know, BET will have something, you know, and I'm sure they'll have different people. Uh, and, 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 you know, I guess the other part of it, too, is now Prince is, I hate to say, like released to the world almost. You know, there are people that are just going to grab this thing for their own sort of things or what they thought of it. And there's a lot of it, people that didn't really pay attention to him, exactly. you know, after Purple Rain. And then you're going to see them bring it in. So it's it's sort of at that point a little bit. And I think we just have to kind of just hang in and really remember what it is uh, because there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to come forth in terms of, oh, here's this. Or, you know, I can't even, I can't wrap my head around whatever the next Prince release will be. But I know there will be one and I'm sure that will be a whole big thing. You know, uh, the, all the other music will be a whole other conversation that we're not going to have. But yeah, I mean, so the tribute stuff, you know, the only tribute I've seen that I was like, okay, was like I said, D'Angelo, man, when he did that, that was just like, I was like, let him. I, I actually say this. I'm like, if he says, I'm going to go ahead and do my next album, I'm just going to do the whole thing, Prince. Wow. I would be like, yes, sir. Like, I would co sign the hell out of that because he understands it. He wow. studied it. He bleeds it. And it would be authentic. And it would be like, that would be the greatest tribute to just go on and give that up. I'd be like, man, y'all. You can have that, like yes, I, you know, I'd be yeah, all into really, it. I loved what he did um, with what some when when sometimes it snows in April. It was a beautiful moment. He really did a great job with it. Yeah, it was fantastic, fantastic. I mean, he's always done great prints when he does Prince's music. This is his, uh, you know, he he's Prince is someone who he looks up to, so. Yeah. He's a he's a diehard like we are, so to speak. You know, he did a really good performance of Be- "Beautiful Night" at Carnegie Hall. Yes, it was yes. it was turned up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Was he great. did a really good job. Uh, one of my favorites of his performance was uh, "My Summertime Thing." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he can. He had Eric Leeds up there. Jesse was up there. Was, he was all over. Um, I think someone was going to say something. Or we was going to get into something. I, Got away from it. And you guys, was there something you guys wanted to say or something? I feel like. Oh, I just kind of wanted to hear your, your perspective. Like, where are where are you now with with all of this, and what do you think the future is going to be? I mean, as much as you can see into it, with you know the upcoming tribute or just the Prince community as a whole. What do, what do you what do you foresee? What do you think? Uh, the only thing I can say right now, and I don't know where it's where it's going to go. I just, you know, there's the conversation of the estate, and I can just only pray that it doesn't get messy, and that the families can just come together and just be unified and and move as one. That's my only thing I can hope to see for that, because it's the potential to be something else. But Prince wasn't about being messy uh, and none of that. So I hope that his family can, uh, as I said, 
manifest and recognize the inheritance that their older brother, family member has blessed them with. And they do the right thing with that. In terms of us as fans, all I can say is, uh, for me personally, I'm just, I love hearing the stories about Prince giving stuff to people, doing things for people, and he and he never told anybody. You know, he never came out in the public. So I'm, I just feel like I'm learning a whole new side of him, and I'm just sitting back as a man myself, saying, okay, this is how a man can operate, uh, and he blessing people. <laughs> like, yeah, you went through you know, rock star and all these other things, musician, you know, you know, all this other stuff. But at the end of the day, he was bringing blessing to people's lives. <laughs> mm-hmm. And for me, that's so that's the next step. Because like, like you said earlier, I just uh, look at his stuff as things I can learn. So I've learned from Prince throughout the years. And so now another part of the lessons is to show you can give to people and you don't always have to uh, be acknowledged for that. You know, you, you, you just take it in within and, oh, let me bless this person with something. Let me, let me do that for them. Let me do this person. So it just kind of puts everything that he's done in perspective. When I look back at some of the lyrics and some of the songs, when he say a love for one, for one another, or when they sang in this song, oh, I get it. You know, so Going forward, it's just like looking at the guy, and he was a gift, man. He he worked his ass off. As I said, another show, he lived the life he wanted to live. He had to make some sacrifices, but at the end of the day, he did it. He exceeded his expectations. And for us as fans, man, we just we get ha- enough. <laughs> yeah, we got to deal with the loss and stuff. But I think that we will with time. And oh, last thing I'll say, you know, hopefully it's just a time for us to take it to the next level. Like uh, from now on for you, I shall be quick or something. I shall be strong. I tell you a story, no matter how long I sort of butcher it. Yeah. So I'm like, Princeton, he he would have been like, what you crying for? Like, right. And that's what he even said. Right. Right. (laughs) Would you you save your prayers? (laughs) Yes. So I'm like, you know what? The he left la- so much. Yeah, he left a lot. Left and people lot. still act like they can't get enough. I'm and like, it, even when we listen, like you were saying, you listen to something you had kind of like, just like, just put it off casually mm-hmm. and then just brought it up. It's like, whoa, you listen to it. It's like you're hearing it all over again. Now, it's like it now you get sense. it. Yeah. Yes. I get it. <laughs> okay. Because I pulled up that same, it's no, it's no coincidence that you said that because that was one of the CDs that I pulled up that Tammy and I were like yeah. browsing through, you know, don't play that. Yeah. Play that. Oh, that's really nice. You know, like I remember that we, mm-hmm. we were actually playing that CD. <laughs> that's, that's easy. Yes. I got so, a story to tell. Listen to mm-hmm. me, people. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but last I was in the part, the last thing I say, uh, in the same way that you guys are, how you guys met, you met through this music. I met you through, Prince. That's why you're on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people who are listening through Prince. So the thing now is to recognize that we are this super big family. This guy started it. Now what do we do with it? So we are somehow 
when I say we, all of us, all the people, we have to remember we are collectively a family and we're going to keep this. So we may come down to the point where, you know, we're not going to wait for, we might not be able to wait for the family, whoever to get their stuff together. We're bigger than all of them. Right. We going to do it. So we'll be like, yo, we need to go. We're going to go here and we're going to get this together, this together. And we're going to celebrate this thing and keep it going. Cause I got to, I'm not going to not see my, my friends. I'm not going to not see my family. Uh, oh, they, Prince isn't here no more. So can't go to Paisley Park. But what about such and such? I met them through this and I've created this bond with them over the years. I'm not going to abandon that. So we're going to have to connect. We're going to have to figure it out. How do we keep this thing going? Because it was bigger than the music. This He started this whole family thing and we're not going to let it in i'm not going to let it in i'm gonna do whatever i gotta do yeah so same here same here the only thing that that um i guess i'll have to wrap my mind around is when you know i do get to paisley park that you know that he's not there he's not there but but hey his spirit is still there it is there. You know, know what I'm saying? And I think that feeling <laughs> will still be there. If we have the opportunity to go in there, if done properly, the feeling of it and everything that can be as much as without him being physically in there could still be, you know, preserved and, you know what I'm saying? So I don't, you know, I don't know. But it's a tough, I, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Part of me doesn't even acknowledge that he's not here because I I know yes you know it's, it's, it's too much it's hard I'm just thinking even being back at Paisley Park is the fact that it's not that he was always around but he'd show up and then mm-hmm. he disappeared just as fast so I think the part that's heartbreaking for me where what always breaks me down is knowing that I'm not gonna look around and Prince gonna be standing right right <laughs> next to me you understand mm-hmm. and. And I will be looking for that, you know, like I'll look over and Prince and everybody is just start, you know, you look up and everybody's coming your way. And you're like, well, what's and you look over and Prince is standing right next to you. You know, it's like that kind of just that air that I don't know, it, it just won't be there anymore. And I, that scares me. It really does. It's it's scary. So I just, I, and I haven't and I decided I'm guilty of saying, well, that's it. I, there is nothing else to come back to, you know, I'm like, I feel like after August, I'm just like, that's it. Well, so you have, you guys have a a different perspective, a different experience, I should say. And for some people like yourself, it may be a little harder to accept that because again, you've, you know, had interactions or you've been to Paisley Park many times. Mm -hmm. You've seen them a lot and different things. Versus some of it, like that was my first time getting there after like you know a lifetime <laughs> of dreaming about it. Mm-hmm. So part of it for me is like I've always been so like you know I didn't see him. I mean I know he's human and I've seen him. I've seen him before before going there. Obviously he came to Seattle many times. I got to to be around him, but I didn't really get to. See, you know it was always still a separation of. He's, uh, you know, he's somebody else or, you know, so when you said something like 
when you went to Paisley Park, it's not like you always got to see him. But when you did, you did. Right. So it's like, I think there right. is a space to say, you know what? Yeah, you still might not see him, but you might feel him. Oh, God, yes. Right? <laughs> yes. So, and that's why I said, I think yes. we're going to feel him when we there. I feel him now. Yeah. I feel him now. I feel him now. The, the, the only thing on, on a global scale, <clears throat> Prince was, is, you're going to hear me speak of him in both tenses because mm-hmm. he still is. And he said, I don't have an expiration date. But Prince was the last of that mega superstar. You know, we had Michael Prince. There isn't anyone else in our lifetime that will be able to take a stage and do what they've done with it. In in any, it's not going to happen. So the enormity of that is going to be a lot. However, Prince has such a vast catalog that personally, and I'm, I've said this before, I don't have to hear the vault, especially if he didn't make provisions for us to hear that. If that was his alone, then let that stay private because we have so much that we can still um, listen to, be it released or unreleased. And I'm not going to sit here like I'm an angel. Yeah, I have bootlegs, but he also knew that people had those, you know, mm. music in their in their possession. You were supposed to turn that in. <laughs> no, I the told MPG, myself, when we joined the I, MPG, Prince said, turn your bootlegs in. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Can I do that? Provide <laughs> me something. I'm very sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't do that. <laughs> and I and I type that. I'm very sorry. That. I love you, but I can't do that. So, um, yeah. So anything that was for us, we already have. Anything else beyond that? I think it's a violation that they've gone into there and it's just crazy. But hopefully there will be um, positive things to come from this. And and look what's happening now. Um, We are all coming closer together. Mm -hmm. Post this happening, you know, Um, and people who live out in Minneapolis, I want to give a shout out to um, Heidi Vader. Heidi has been taking it upon herself to go out there and clean up some of the dead flowers. And that's just the care level we have. We, we as Prince fans are different from any other um, fans out there. It's like, it's not like, Oh, we just go to the concert and go home. No, over the years, when you go out to Paisley park, you are treating it as as home. Like when I got off the plane and, and landed, I went straight to Paisley Park. I saw a bottle on the floor. I picked it up. You know, it's just that's what we thought because we were all taking care of each other and taking care of, you know, the grounds and like what would Prince do? Like someone who gives so much to you, you want to respect them in life and after life. So I definitely want to give a shout out to Heidi for for doing that, um, especially in, in, in everyone who went out there and took pictures for people, you know, like me or us, that we couldn't be there. Uh, but I hope that in August, I hope to see, you know, everybody 
out there um, so that we can come together, not one last time, but really pay our respects in the right way. Yeah. yeah. And what if the fans are selling CDs for their artists? I mean, really? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, that is. You know, yeah. Just to piggyback off of her with the vault, I, I I totally agree with that. I it to me it's like going in someone's diary, and exposing it, and I feel like with Prince, whatever Prince was releasing, you know, he released things. He would do something, and he becomes you know so bored with it. He's like, no, I'm going to do this instead. You know, I felt like whenever Prince did release music, he released it. And, you know, he would release a song and then he released another song later on in the year. He probably released the whole album and then he wants to sell the whole album. But I think that he wanted us to connect to the music, not just have it just to say we have it just so we can be greedy and just listen, you know, just have all this music, but not actually connecting to it, you know, because there was always a theme whenever he had a seat, an album when he threw a park at uh, I'm sorry, threw a party at Paisley Park. It all made, it all came together because he just played those same songs. Like, you know, we absorbed it. We knew it. So I think that just putting music out there, just be putting it, putting it out there, it's just, you know, with nothing, no, no kind of connection to it, you know, understanding where he's going with this, you know, theme, that it's just, just being greedy, you know, and just being desperate. And I feel like we have not gotten past the passing before everybody's already in the vault. It's like, come on, people. What about the stuff that we have that we already have that, you know, we can revisit? Just it'll be just like listening to it all over again, having something new, you know, because, again, now we have the memories attached to them. Like you said, you were reflecting on certain things like, oh, wow, now I get it. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. we have things that we can probably go back to and build more memories off of share it with other people because now we understand what he's saying and where he was going and share it with people who don't know this part about Prince that, you know, our new people that are in mourning with us, you know, it's, it's surprising to see that it's even bigger than us. You know, I thought it was just us and this, you know, Prince. And then I'm looking around and other people are crying and I'm, I'm stopping to cry to say, why are you crying? (laughs) You know, what did he mean to you? Oh, I loved him. It's like, I remember Papa Rain. I'm like, ooh. So, you know, introduce them to the to the music that he has out there, you know, before we can jump into saying, give us the vault. Right. You know, he held that close to his heart, you know. So why would we even want to go invade, the invade it? You know, I hope we never hear it. <laughs> Whoa. That's my hope. I mean, I'm just saying, I, I, I do. I mean, I feel like if we do hear it, it will be at Paisley Park in a museum type setting, you know, that it doesn't right. get outside of that, outside of that. But I feel like if we do hear it, it should be within the com- compounds of Paisley Park, not mm-hmm. in our hands. Yeah, I'm, I'm torn. I don't want them to rush anything or... Right nilly nally throw stuff out there that don't go with each other and things of that nature but you know I, got, I don't know there's just certain songs and certain phases of Prince's instrumentation and playing that I feel like just as my from my musical journey and 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 you know I look at him as the teacher so like I can I can tell when certain songs are from certain points because I can hear how he plays certain things differently. So like if there was like things that were 
oh, it was recorded in this era. And these songs actually sort of flow together. Like, just for my, my musician side of me, I would love to hear that at some point. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I understand. Just to sit back and be like, whoa, he's playing the, mm-hmm. the bass on that. And then the keys, that's filthy. Oh. <laughs> you know, so that part of me, I, I would love to happen at some point. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what I don't want to happen, you know, aligning with what you guys are saying, I don't want to see happen, like, the things that happen with, like, Michael Jackson, uh, the album, the last couple of stuff, where they kind of get other people to mess around with the tracks, or right. what happened to, like, a lot of the Tupac stuff versus the original versions. You know, I don't want to see any of that kind of stuff. But I do, I will say this, I know this, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, money, money be calling. And this is it's a gold mine. So I know at a certain point, th- whoever's in charge of the family, they're going to have to do what they're going to do. And, and I get that. But at least put something in place that is like a curation or something. Whenever it gets to that point where if they're going to do it, it'll be done, you know, right. If that makes any sense. Or it'll be like, that makes sense. Probably you know, proper you know, calling someone like Susan Rogers or <clears throat> to who's been there, um, you know, working with Prince on, on engineering and stuff. But um, have them come in and, and work on it. I don't just don't want random things being released. But, Michael, I want to ask you something. Do you think, and not that we want to go there yet because we're still here, do you think that, it's possible that his catalog will wind up right back in Warner Brothers' hands? Uh, you know, that's a good question. And I I wouldn't be mad at it if it did only if that's what the family wanted to do. And they aligned, they moved as one to do that the same way with like Michael Jackson when they recently sold the publishing. Mm-hmm. Some, some people didn't like that. But... If that's Michael left that to them or it was, you know, that's for them for the family to decide. And if that's what they want to do, money, 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 then that's what they do. Um, you know. After Prince worked so hard to get for those sure. masks back. Well, he didn't work hard to make sure it was protected <laughs> from what it from what it looks like. Well, he, you know, he, <laughs> here's the thing is he owns. He may not. Well, I guess he will own the masters. Mm -hmm. And I think they will continue to own that stuff unless, you know, again, it's nothing to say. Some big company may come and say, yo, here's, you know, five billion dollars. I can't be mad at that per se, because, again, that's just going to bring generational wealth for the Rogers or whatever it is. And I'm not mad at that. That's what a man is really supposed to. This is my opinion, but a man is supposed to bring inheritance and take care of his family going That's on. True. So I'm not mad at sense. that. Yeah. But uh, there's the opportunity where they still can own that and say, oh, you want to, we, we know who one of brothers is and y- y- y'all treated, you know, our brother great. You know, he came through y'all. They may be, it, it may make sense to go back in business and say, well, um, yeah, you guys can release, release this. I mean, we're going to own it, but y'all you know, we've been together. They've been there's a tie there. So I wouldn't be mad at that. I just don't mm-hmm. think that um, they should just be outright, you know, going so against something that he wouldn't do. Yeah. 
But I think all that stuff would they should take their time with that though. Like there's no rush. Yes. It's a lot to yes. to come through. Yes. For them to if Warner Brothers has sole ownership, I would be disappointed in that. But if the if the family continued to say, Well, we own it, you guys distribute, release it, then that can be, you know, a lucrative um deal somewhat yeah and you know going forward you know at this point again Warner Brothers they may not even that might I mean there's no to be honest probably another five years CDs and that sort of physical stuff that's all it's already a wash now but it'd really be a wash then you know they're probably more so looking at a company like a Google or Apple or you know some of these bigger companies who have a far wider reach than what Warner Brothers could do, who they'll probably mm-hmm. end up doing business with. So it's like, hey, you, we could take that music and, you know, we'll be able to distribute it on every cell phone, tablet in the world. We do a great deal and you guys can own, you know what I mean? So it could be a wholly different space anyway going forward that they don't even, you know. I'm not- actually looking, I'm looking forward to them uh, doing some releases of all the stuff on vinyl. That would be that would be cool. you know, for, the, for, for the collector. Mm-hmm. For um, sure. You know, there's things that you can't get a hold of anymore. And if that stuff goes into pre- reproduction, that would be great. Yeah. But, and what I don't want to see <laughs> yet, what I, what I don't want to see is the, the Toyota commercial. No. With oh, the CGI no. prints. No, no, you know, no, no, behind no, the no. wheel, you know, or whatever that they can really fall back. I think there's one with Muhammad Ali. It's like a CGI Muhammad Ali I saw recently in some commercial. I was like, ah, wow, I know the family's eating, but come on. I don't want to hear any jingles on car commercials. I don't want to hear any of that. You don't Dr. play with the phone. Dr. Pepper commercial is pushing it. Oh, with a little <laughs> dude. Yes. Well, that was done before. <laughs> I know. I just saw a, a brand new one the other oh, day, wow. and it made me laugh because I thought it was cute when I saw it. But it's that is an example. <laughs> right. Yeah, and also what I don't want to see. Did you guys see that clip of uh, Agliera, Christina Agliera, and a hologram Whitney Houston doing a duet? No, print. We will not do that. That's what no. we won't do. Yeah, so I was Army will unite for real. Yeah, I was like, please do not do no Prince hologram. And it's so funny. uh, uh, I had put a book out a couple years ago. The book starts with a concert. It's a Michael Jackson Prince hologram concert. Uh, But I I don't actually really want to see that. But I was like, but please don't do the hologram. And that's see, we won't be here talking all night, but. (laughs) <laughs> Though I know it will happen, they're going to do the Prince movie at some point. But I just can't wrap my head around and who could be. Lifetime, we, do not put it out there, yeah. Michael, in the app. Oh, no, it ain't no Lifetime. No, that, do <laughs> no, we burn this studio down we for will that. Be there. <laughs> yes, yes. And we will raise. But they, I'm sure, and, you know, I, I can see these, you know, Spike Lee directed motion picture but I just can't wrap my head around no no already, Chris already did his movie in Purple Rain and, and yes. people are already trying to like 
push Miguel into that. And Miguel is cool and all, but you are, you can, you can embody that at all. At all. I thought that you was your lit- guy. We saw him in Baltimore. He could not handle the stage for five minutes. Prince gave him I the mic. He was, he was nervous. I've seen him live and he's good. But you're not there at the level of Prince. Okay. He's not he, there. He had the level of Maxwell. No, I'm just joking. No. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean that's a, yeah, that's a tough one. These people, you just can't, you can't, you can't do that. No difference. Prince already said nobody can play me. You play yourself trying to play me. There you go. There you go. Just like on my radio. With the Nina Simone movie, I don't want to see anything like that. I mean, all right. Did that ever come out yet? Yes. Oh, it did. No, it hasn't come out yet. No. Um, you sure? Yeah, I'm sure it's not out yet. Yeah, that. But like you said, I'm gonna put that people, on. you cannot, you cannot, you can't capture certain people. Um, it's hard. Someone like Nina Simone, someone like Prince, uh, even MJ. That's that's a Michael, yeah, or or or, or David Bowie. There's certain people, or Grace Jones. You can't capture mm, certain people right, in right. movies. I saw the Miles Davis movie with Don Cheadle. He captured him perfectly. Really? Was I necessarily happy with the storyline? No, because they had to compromise to get. And that's why they brought in uh, Ewan McGregor because they needed a bigger audience. So again, they kind of mm-hmm. teeter with playing politics and having to bring in, you know, a, a white audience to bring in more um, money or viewership. So the storyline kind of veered off from what Miles Davis was initially about, but Don Cheadle played him to the T. I was about to say somebody over there filming, uh, about to record Crystal Ball or something. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Cab Driver. Yeah, so you know, I, again, they have to, they have to keep, keep um, respect Prince's legacy, plain and simple, and sure. and and that's it. Respect his legacy and respect his privacy. On on top of that, and put some respect on his. Please respect the privacy. <laughs> he was a private man, and that that is my whole thing with us. Even with the fans, respect the privacy. For sure. Uh, la- any last things before we wrap this thing up? Nothing. Nothing. Everyone say what they um, want to say. No. Yeah, I've 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 kind of said everything. I just hope that um, I just want to thank Prince for an incredible journey. I thank him for all of the lyrics. I thank him for all of the shows. The music. Memories, the the music. The, the people parties, that have, the concerts. Yes, the people that have entered my life. Um, even down to my ex-husband. <laughs> Prince have put some love connections together, too. <laughs> did, did you meet your uh, ex-husband through Prince, too? Uh, well, we were, we were high school sweethearts and and we both equally loved Prince and, um, it was a a, a long, beautiful relationship. Yeah. Prince was part of all of all of that. So I I thank him for it all. I really do. And I hope, um, everyone continues to, you know, keep everyone lifted in prayer and let's just try and get through this thing called life after Prince. All right. 
There you have it. Uh, Priyana, did, was there any last things you wanted to say? No, just co-sign what Tammy said. All right. Well, listen, I want to thank you guys for coming on this show and sharing your stories. Thank you talking for with us. me. Oh, it's was, it was my pleasure. So, you know, since you now yes. <laughs> have been on this show, you have to come back. And I, and I don't, and I don't be saying this like, well, love to have you back. No, no, you have to come back. So, yeah, you broke me in. There you go. Pause. <laughs> so, we're going to definitely have you guys back. Um, so, quick shout out. Oh, I wanted to shout out uh, one cat. Uh, what's my man? Our. Is it R.D. Ho? R.D. Ho, yeah, shout out. R.D. <laughs> and Pez, and Pez. Yes. Not here. Yes, Andy, Amil. Yes. Um, Dorothy, <laughs> Bob Popo, Portia, Amalia, Cameron, everybody, the list can go on and on and on. And yes. on and on. Yeah, shout out to all those people, man. Love them all. Uh, like I said, this got to be... Uh, it will be, I can say August. August, August, August. Mm-hmm. We'll see you all then. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the Prince Podcast here on Podcast Juice. Oh, uh, to make it even easier for some of y'all, princepodcast.com. You can just go there, take you to the site. Um, again, you can subscribe for free on iTunes. Shout out to all the iTunes listeners. Shout out to all the listeners on Stitcher Radio. Shout out to everyone that listens on Google Play. Uh, we see you. We appreciate you. Keep leaving the uh, reviews on the respected services that you use. Uh, hey, shout out to my brethren who are not here right now. Like I always say, work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace.